Aaron Rodgers is likely coming to the Jets, and the Jets are likely going to try and bring in some big-name players near the end of their, their careers to try and help him get a ring. Not every veteran player, though, would be a good fit for the Jets. There are some, like Ezekiel Elliott, who would be bad ideas, and I'll explain why today on the Locked On Jets podcast. You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, this is the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Monday, March 20th, 2023, and I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com, thanking you for making the show your first listener, first watch every day. This podcast is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you like what you see or hear, hit the subscribe button where you're watching or listening so that you'll never miss an episode. If you're listening on a podcast source, please give the show a five-star review, and if you're watching on YouTube, please give this episode a big thumbs up. These things help Locked On Jets on and help other Jets fans find the podcast. Our episode today is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. And our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, in the game. Well, we are still waiting for a trade that would bring Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. No progress over the weekend that we know of. We still play the waiting game. The one guy who is clued in in the media seems to be Trey Wingo, and he's indicated that a deal could happen sooner rather than later, but for right now, Rodgers is still technically a member of the Green Bay Packers, although we are expecting him to come to the Jets, and we are expecting him to bring some pretty big-name veterans with him to try and win a championship during what presumably will be a short tenure for Rodgers with the Jets. There are some big-name veterans out there available. Not all of them are good fits for the Jets, however, and today we're going to talk about some of the veterans I think the Jets should stay away from. Now, I'm going to start by talking about Ezekiel Elliott. And now, one thing I want to make clear is that there's been no suggestion by anybody in the know that the Jets are considering this. This has just been speculated. I've seen a number of people in the media say, well, gee, this would make sense. And no, it would not. And I'm glad to see the Jets have, at least to this point, have not shown any interest in Ezekiel Elliott. I can't believe anybody's saying this. Running back is a position you should focus on younger players because... There's a shelf life running back have running backs have. I guess that's true of every position. I mean, every at every spot, guys eventually get old. But the nature of the running back position makes it very difficult because you know the hits add up through the years. And Ezekiel Elliott's been a guy who's been utilized heavily during his career. He's been in the NFL since 2016. He has had three seasons where he's had more than 350 touches from scrimmage. You get to a certain point and you just lose your effectiveness. Now. Running back is a position that can be difficult to evaluate looking at statistics because the position is dependent on a lot of other players. You know, if you're, it doesn't matter how great of a running back you are, if you don't have a decent offensive line, maybe not a great offensive line, but if you don't have a, like, a credible offensive line, your numbers are going to suffer. I think one of the purest ways to judge running backs are in a situation where there is roughly equal share of carries between two backs because they're at least getting this, you know, it's not always one-to-one. You don't know that whether on a given play anybody, one of them is going to get quality blocking and the other one's not. But over the course of a season, if you're getting the same offensive line blocking for you and you split the carries roughly equally, 
you should have a pretty good idea about a back's quality. And here's the thing with Ezekiel Elliott. He averaged 3.8 yards per carry in 2022. Tony Pollard, the other Dallas back, who, by the way, you know, got roughly, if you look at the, the stats, roughly an equal share of the carries. Not exactly the same number, but a roughly equal share. Averaged 5.2 yards per carry. So that's almost a yard and a half where Pollard was better. The Jets have been through down this road before. And again, I want to make it clear that nobody said that the Jets are interested in him, and I'm glad to see that because I think there are some big-name veterans who could make sense for the Jets. This is not one of them. And all you have to do is think about recent Jets history. And the Jets, for whatever reason, finally, you know, have, it took them a while to learn a simple lesson that you should focus on youth at the running back position for the reasons that I mentioned. Veteran experience, I guess, can be helpful if you have a guy who can help in the passing game, who can help block, but... I mean, th just think through the last 15 years, the veteran backs the Jets have brought in here. You could start with LaDainian Tomlinson. Now, LaDainian Tomlinson is a tricky case because a lot of Jets have a very positive connotation for his time with the team because he's, he had a fantastic first month. His first month with the Jets in 2010, he looked like the LaDainian Tomlinson of the, San of the San Diego glory days. He looked like a guy in his prime. After that first month, he was a very ordinary back, however, but sometimes first impressions stick, and then Tomlinson had a mini resurgence in the 2010 playoffs. So I think Jets fans remember that era as more successful than it really was. Tomlinson overall was pretty mediocre. I mean, he was near the end of his career. It did not go all that well. We can talk about Chris Johnson, the guy who ran for 2,000 yards earlier in his career with the Tennessee Titans. He spent one year with the Jets in 2014. He had one spectacular game on a Monday night against Miami late in the season. But otherwise, it was really not, not very good. He, you know, he had a mini resurgence a year later in Arizona when he went to the Cardinals. But Chris Johnson, you know, his career was pretty much over by that point. We can talk about Matt Forte. The Jets signed him after the 2015 season from the Chicago Bears after a long, successful career with Chicago. By the end of that, everybody, was, everybody said, you know what, we don't, by, the, by the end of his first season, nobody wanted him to get the ball anymore just because he had so little left in the tank. I mean, he was, he was not moving very fast out there. Le'Veon Bell pretty famous example where the Jets had to roll the dice in 2019 in the offseason to because they they were desperate they were desperate for a playmaker so they rolled the dice on Le'Veon Bell a guy who had been great earlier in his career with the Steelers did not go so well with the Jets ended up being cut partway through his second season in part because you know Adam Gase could not get along with anybody but Bell was not very productive and then of course I, if you watch the Jets in 2020 I don't need to tell you Frank Gore, a guy who is likely going to the Hall of Fame, a guy very high on numerous career rankings, and you can you know, pick out any game recap of the 2020 season, and odds are it's me complaining about how frequently the Jets were using Frank Gore, making a 37-year-old back the focal point of the offense. I'm telling you, pick a game, and you'll, you'll probably pick a game recap, and you could probably hear me complain about Frank Gore's usage that year. So, we've done this before. I, we have so many examples. What happened this past year? The Jets actually went young at running back, and they got Brees Hall, and Brees Hall was great. Now, I know there were some disappointments from Michael Carter. I know James Robinson trade did not work out. Bam Knight was up and down, but it shows you running back is a position you got to go for youth. You want young and cheap at running back. You don't want old and expensive. Now, Zeke may not be that expensive at this point of his career, but I don't think there's much left in the tank there. Listen, I would have loved to have had him earlier in his career. He was a great back. Maybe the, there was a stretch where he was probably the best back in the NFL. 
this is just name. This would just be name chasing. I don't expect the Jets to go after him. Again, I, I think this is this is based on some writers I've seen that suggested that this is a good idea. I have no idea how how anybody could look at this and think this, think this would be a good idea for the Jets. It makes no sense. It would have made sense, you know, five years ago when he was young, when he still had tread left on the figurative tires. It's no, it's over now. If you want a running back, draft somebody. Try and find a diamond in the rough. You know, try and find, try and find and develop somebody. Try and develop a you know a guy off, a guy who was cut from another team. I mean, there every year there's like a practice squad or two who steps into the lineup late in the season, and plays well. Try and develop Bam Knight. Work with Brees. Even draft somebody this year. You know, find find a back who fits the system well in the in day three. And sometimes those guys can step right in and be effective. There's no reason for this. There are spots where I think a veteran could help the Jets. This simply is not one of them. Now, as we continue here on this Monday episode of the Locked On Jets podcast, we're going to move our attention to wide receiver. I don't expect the Jets to go after Ezekiel Elliott. I do expect them to go after the guy I'm about to mention. It's a longtime teammate, longtime friend of Aaron Rodgers. I think the Jets should stay away from Randall Cobb, however. And I'll explain why as we continue on this Monday episode of the Locked On Jets podcast. Today's episode of Locked On Jets is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. We're talking about the moves the Jets should make in the offseason. Joe Douglas is trying to build a winning team. Well, if you want to try your hand at being a GM, you should give this game a try. Because it's not as easy as you might think to create a dynasty. Because when you play Ultimate Football GM, you get to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through seasons and lead your team to glory trying to build a historic dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you are responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, managing all the finances, including negotiating player salaries and terms, navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, through injuries, through player personnel issues, and all the ups and downs of the season. And all this comes in a challenging and realistic game world, because Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. You can play on the go as you want to and when you want to. And Locked On Jets listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, in the game store. Again, that's LOCKEDON in all caps, so make sure to check it out today. And to download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. Again, that's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. Thank you again for making Locked On Jets your first listen or first watch every day. This podcast is free and available on all platforms. Not every veteran is a good fit for the Jets, even as they bring in Aaron Rodgers, a 40-year-old quarterback, in an obvious win-now situation. The Jets are likely going to bring in some older players. In fact, I would expect the Jets will have a top three oldest roster in the NFL in 2023. In fact, you may have missed it. The Jets actually were one of the 10 oldest teams in the league in 2022 on the whole. It does not seem that way because most of their core players, most of their key players were on the younger side this year. But collectively, the Jets had a pretty old roster. Every older player is not a fit, however. And I know some people will disagree with what I'm about to say, but I would really like to see the Jets stay away from Randall Cobb. Now, Cobb is a longtime teammate of Aaron Rodgers. He played with the Packers from 2011 through 2018, and then he came back to the Packers in 2021. In fact, the reports are the Packers really just brought him in to make Aaron Rodgers happy because Rodgers likes him. In fact, you may you may have remembered Week 18 when the Packers lost to the Lions. Aaron Rodgers left the field at Lambeau for perhaps the final time as a member of the Packers, and he had his arm around Randall Cobb's shoulder as, as he walked off the field, which shows you a lot about their relationship, the fact that Rodgers walked off the field with Cobb. I understand chemistry between a quarterback and a receiver. I understand friendships between teammates. I understand the power Aaron Rodgers is going to have because 
no matter what Aaron Rodgers says, he's going to have a degree of say over personnel on this team. And for that reason, I think Cobb's going to be on the team. I don't think he should be, though. I don't think it's a good idea. You know, Cobb is going to be 33 years old this year. And he's going to be an old 33. This is a guy who, over the last couple of years, has had some trouble staying on the field. You know, he was limited to 10 games in 2020 with Houston, 12 games with uh, in 2021 with the Packers, 13 games this year. He's missing time, and he's just not that productive anymore. In fact, there's only been one time in the last five years where he's had more than 500 receiving yards, and the last three years he's gone 441, 375, and 417. By the way, that 375, that was in an MVP season for Rodgers. So Rodgers may like him personally, and you see this, you know, the situation with Rodgers is going to kind of resemble, I think, something more akin to what you see in the NBA, where the best player on the team, I think, is going to have some say over personnel. Sometimes you see this, LeBron James comes to mind, where LeBron likes to bring his friends onto the team, whether or not they're still good fits, whether or not they can still play at a high level. And you'd like at some point the team to say, you know, maybe this isn't such a great idea. Now, whenever I bring up Cobb and I say I'm against bringing him in, I get one typical response. And the response I get is, well, it's not a big deal. He's only going to be the number five receiver. And my rebuttal to that is, I I never said it's a big deal. I understand he's going to be cheap. I understand he's going to be the number five receiver. A move, you can disagree with a move. You can say this is not a good move without saying it's a big deal. I'm not saying Cobb is going to make or break the Jets. I'm just saying it's not a very efficient use of resources. One of your best, one of your biggest assets as a team is the fact you have 53 roster spots. And to use it on a guy like Cobb, who's at the end of his career, who's not really going to contribute much, it's just not a good use of a, of a roster spot. It's not a good use of one of your biggest assets. I think if you're looking for a number five receiver, primarily what you want is a guy who can really help on special teams. I'm not sure, there may have been a point earlier in his career where Cobb might have been able to help you there. He was a return guy for a long stretch. I don't know that he really can help that much. I mean, I guess, you know, he maybe you could stick him back there occasionally, but he's not. You know, he really hasn't been much of a return guy in recent years. If I can't get a help on special teams, and you know, it doesn't have to be a return guy. It could be a guy who can cover, you know, cover on punts or something like that, cover on kickoffs. If I can't get that, then what's the biggest utility of, of, for a roster spot for, like, a number five receiver? Well, obviously, you'd like a guy who can step in and play, but you're not always going to get quality performance out of a number five receiver if somebody gets injured. So, really, the best use of that roster spot would be, especially on a team that's older, using it on a younger player, maybe, and it's not necessarily a guy with high odds to succeed. Maybe it's a priority on drafted free agent. Maybe it's a late-round pick. But give that player practice reps and try and develop him. And I understand you'll fail most of the time. And again, I'm not saying it's a big deal. I'm not saying it's a deal-breaker. But we're talking about efficiency, building your your roster. That, to me, just seems like, like a no-brainer. Now, I understand, you know, you could argue Cobb's got chemistry with Rodgers. Cobb knows the system because he played with Nathaniel Hackett. Well, these haven't helped him produce much in recent years. And a, a guy who's... It, it, Cobb's going to be... You know, we're talking 33. He's an old 33. You know, there are some guys out there who maybe are a little bit younger, play a little bit younger than their age. I think, you know, Cobb's at the end of his career. It seems like his body is breaking down. He can't really make a difference the way he used to be able to. There was a point in time where I really wanted Randall Cobb on the Jets. I mean, there were a couple of times where he was a free agent where I thought, this is a guy the Jets should go after. At this point in his career, though, I, I just, I understand. You know, I, I think it's going to happen because I think Rodgers has this way to sign somebody like a Cobb. I just don't think it's a very good use of a, of a resource. And I'm, again, I'm not saying it's a big deal. I'm just saying it's not the type of move that's really going to help the Jets at all. 
As we continue here on this Monday episode of the Lockdown Jets podcast, I'll give you one more player I'd like to stay away from. It's not a priority position, the center position. It's a guy who, you know, another guy who's at the end of his career who, you know, may have just run out of time, and I'll tell you who that is as we continue this Monday episode of the Locked On Jets podcast. This episode of Locked On Jets is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm not going to put any money down on the timing of an Aaron Rodgers trade, but there are other things to talk about in sports. The tournament is heating up, and this is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers. Three's drained. It's been an exciting NCAA tournament, especially you know some, some of the local underdogs having success. And FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss your chance for a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This is the Locked On Jets podcast here on this Monday, talking about older free agents I think the Jets should avoid. The Jets are going to bring in some veteran guys to build around Aaron Rodgers, as they try and make a Super Bowl run in 2023. That doesn't mean everybody's a good fit, though. Now, I've talked about Ezekiel Elliott. I don't think the Jets are interested in him, and they should not be interested in him. Randall Cobb, I think the Jets are interested in him. I don't think they should be interested in him. I feel less passionately about the last guy. This is a guy you could at least talk me into, but he's a guy I still would prefer the Jets stay away from. But he does play a position where it's not really clear what the plan is, and that's center. And the center... You know, center's an important spot on the offensive line. I don't care what you say. You watch the Jets 2017 through 2020. You can't tell me, or you can't tell me the center is irrelevant. Jets, Jets have got, Jets, and we were spoiled from 1998 through 2016. We had Kevin Mawai, and then we had Nick Mangold. Then we had to sit through years of Wesley Johnson. We had to sit through years of Spencer Long, Ryan Khalil at the end of his career. Jonathan Harrison sprinkled in as the backup. Finally, we got Connor McGovern in 2020, and you know the first half of that season was not great for him, but he stabilized the position. And for whatever reason, the Jets have shown zero interest in bringing him back. I mean, this was a this was an extension I wanted to see them get done in the preseason, and we're now here. the The new league year has begun, and there's no sign that the Jets have any interest in bringing McGovern back. Now, the T- Tennessee Titans have cut a longtime center, Ben Jones, and the Jets' new offensive line coach comes to them from Tennessee. His name's Keith Carter. There's talk that there could be a reunion with Ben Jones. Now, let me say this. Ben Jones has had a great career. Ben Jones, there are points in his career where I would have loved to have had Ben Jones. Here's my problem, though. First of all, he's going to be 34 in July. And I understand, you know, that's not going to be a deal breaker with these Jets. These Jets could could very well end up being the oldest team in the NFL in 2023. Because, again, they they were top 10 this year old. And now we're out where, you know, adding 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers, probably going to add in some, some other guys. I mean, there's talk he wants to bring in Mercedes Lewis. Um, they're, they're Cobb's old if they bring him in. So the Jets are going to be an old team. And that's, you know, to be expected, I guess, at this point. But beyond being 34 years old, and, you know, Ben Jones actually just made his first Pro Bowl in 2022. So I guess you could argue he's still playing at a high level. And, of course, he knows the system because Keith Carter's the offensive line coach, and the offensive line coach... You know, the offensive coordinator calls the plays, but the blocking system is typically implemented by the line coach. So Ben Jones has plenty of experience, and 
I guess you could make an argument, especially as the center, the guy who kind of like makes the calls on the line. You could benefit from somebody having as intricate a knowledge of the system as Ben Jones. But the problem beyond his age is he's a guy who's been dealing with concussions. He's near the end of his career. And the other issue is that you've got a guy who's good. You already have a guy. You know, the incumbent starter, Connor McGovern, is still a good player. So I don't see why you'd get older at center when you don't have to. I mean, you're getting older all these other spots, but it's at least somewhat out of necessity, either because you're getting Rodgers to play quarterback or, you know, there's no better option available to you. This spot, you have a better option. You have Connor McGovern. So Jets, I mean, it doesn't seem like this is going to happen. It doesn't seem like the Jets have really have much interest at all in keeping McGovern, but I struggle to see why. And I don't see that, you know, I think you have to pick your spots here. I think you have to find spots where you can stay a little bit younger, where you're not depending. Because the other thing about older players is, I mean, they do get injured. You know, they tend to not stay as healthy. It tends to, you know, even if they don't suffer a formal injury, even when you don't see them on the injury report, the bumps and bruises add up over the course of the season, especially now that it's a 17-week season. Now you have an extra week of games that, you know, just add to the wear and tear. And I think about where this team could end up in January. You know, even if they make the playoffs, even if they end this 12-year postseason drought, you don't want a team that's really that's really old entering January because it's a long season, and by the time you reach the playoffs, everybody's a little bit banged up. But the younger teams, you know, sometimes have an easier time bouncing back than the older teams. So beyond you know all the concerns with Jones, and they think you know the, the, he may be. I mean, he may just be finished. Uh, you know, thirty three years. He's thirty three now. He'll be thirty four in July. He may just be done with the with playing. He's had a great career. You know, dealing with a couple of concussions. You know, he may just want to hang it up, but. I just don't think getting older for the sake of getting older is you know, a great move for the Jets. Now, again, this is one you could talk me into because he did make the Pro Bowl last year and he is a good, good player, but how many how many older players do you want to bank on? I mean, at some point, don't you have to draw the line? Well, that's what I think. I'd love to hear what you think, however. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day is our motto. As always, if you enjoy the show, hit the subscribe button where you're watching or listening so that you'll never miss an episode. If you're listening on a podcast source, please give the show a five-star review. If you're watching on YouTube, please give this episode a big thumbs up. Helps the channel out, helps other Jets fans find the podcast. Have a great Monday, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more Jets.